Wretched Radio begins in 3, 2, 1. To convince a child to keep walking, try switching roles with them. Let the child play the role of the parent. They'll immediately do what you want them to do. You are raising in your home people that the Bible is very clear about their status. They need to be converted. Not just a conformity of their behavior. They need a transforming encounter with the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is the ultimate priority. It's time for Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. This is Wretched Radio the latest in celebrity news, entertainment, gossip, truth, lies, it doesn't matter. We'll slap a Bible verse on it and we will call it Christian Radio. Because that's what Christian Radio does. Mm, This is Wretched Radio. Some good news coming out of the Grammys. That's right. Whilst you perhaps watched it and thought, can the culture get any lower? Uh, The answer to that question is yes. So there's some good news. I mean, people were still wearing clothes. Most of them were were pretty much covered. So it could have been a could have been a whole lot worse. I, I Okay, it could have been a whole lot worse after the Lil Nas X performed. You, of course, know the rapper Lil Nas X. As best you can describe what he did on the stage at the Grammys, it looked kind of satanic, to be honest. And he got a standing ovation for his performance. But the good news is they weren't applauding him because he's a satanist. They were applauding him because he's gay. So you see... It could have been a whole lot worse at the Grammys. For instance, we might have left the Grammy Awards not knowing where Justin Bieber shops for peaches or marijuana. So now we know the answer to that question. You see, it's not all bad news coming out of the Grammys. What was that song all about? Justin Bieber, does he still go to the Hillsong Church, by the way? I'm not real sure. Um, I didn't see his performance, but I did see some pictures on the Internet of what he was wearing on the red carpet. No, I didn't. Was, I missed that. It's a suit. It was a suit that was five times too big for him. <laughs> well, and I'm not sure if that's the coming style, but maybe he's losing weight. He's he's <laughs> getting trimmed up for the next tour. You know, doesn't doesn't want to go in like Elvis in 77. So maybe see, Jimmy, I'm looking on the bright side of things here because Not everything is terrible. Well, hold that thought. You be the judge. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Order in the court. (laughs) Let's play one of America's most exciting game sensations, and that is fact or fiction. That's what we're calling this one. Boy, I spent a lot of time working on this title. Fact or fiction. Jimmy, I'm going to share a story, and you need to tell me if it's made up Or if it's true, are you prepared to represent the tens and tens of people who are listening to this here wretched radio program? Here we go. Story number one, hospitals in the United Kingdom. They are now encouraged to ask all men under the age of 60 if they're pregnant. Fact or fiction? That's that's fiction. No, that's a fact. (laughs) It can't be. Uh, Seriously. I'm just reading. Hold on. I get I happen to have my glasses. I got my I got my new Foster Grants. Oh. ordered a six-pack off of the Amazon. And wow. 
They're dirty already. Now, that came from the Gateway Pundit reporting. UK hospitals are now being encouraged to ask all men under the age of 60 if they're pregnant or not. Because, yeah, well, I I don't know why exactly. Because it is about as ludicrous as it can be. Hold on. I think I've got a Bible verse for this. So I'm reading my Bible last night in my 812 hours of daily private quiet time. Going through Second Thessalonians, whole lot of end time stuff there. And I grant you the context of this particular verse. It is indeed end times. It looks like it's Antichrist time. Nevertheless, I kind of thought maybe this is something that is going on already. The great apostasy. Now concerning, now this gets into the devil and or the Antichrist and what he's going to be doing on that day. Do you not remember, uh, for the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And when the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power signs and lying wonders and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth and they that they might be saved. And for this reason, here it is again, God will send them a strong delusion. Huh. Is it possible you and I are living in a time where God is doing that more than perhaps historically he has done? Historically, he has done this where he allows the individual to either harden their own hearts or he hardens their heart before they die. Their time of grace is not their deathbed last breath. It could be when you are young and God says, that's it. This is this is the sin that just I'm I'm I no longer have patience and you cannot in the future repent and believe in me. Your eternity is sealed before you die. God always has the prerogative to do that. But I can't help but wonder if as we take a look at the world, this isn't what we're seeing a lot of these days. Consider Romans chapter one. I think, in fact, I'll bet if I look. In second, that was the second Thessalonians chapter two about the strong delusion. Let's just see if uh, for this uh, verse 11. Yeah. Romans 128. I was right. Romans 128 is a cross reference verse. Their minds became darkened. And that is why you read the newspapers. I guess that was a dated reference. You I was in a restaurant and I saw a guy reading a newspaper. No joke. I actually. And some have you noticed people aren't as friendly as they used to be. They just I'm telling you, we went for several walks in the last few days. It's been lovely, except for the pollen in Georgia. Yeah, the pollen is so bad in Georgia. How bad is Thank it? Thank you very much. The people are exchanging their crack for Sudafed. That's I'm telling you, the pollen, it's that bad here in Georgia. So we're out, we're, we're walking and we noticed, okay, I understand you got your earbuds in. You got to be listening to stuff. I know it's not entertaining enough to walk a dog. You got to be checking your news feed or your texts. I, I really understand, but nobody says hello anymore. 
You walk right by him and nobody says hello. Furthermore, we were at the mall walking and again, mm, this is going to sound like a Karen comment because it is. We'll walk hand in hand, Mrs. Friel and I, just two of us side by side, and a gaggle of kids will be walking toward us. And every time we have to get out of the way. So we decide, Mrs. Friel said, no, we're going to let the whippersnappers honor the elders and let them make the decision. <laughs> Ran into people. Bad idea. Kids, they just, they don't, you get out of the way, old fogey. And they don't, just don't care. And nobody's saying hello. It's just not as kindly as it used to be in America, we have a unique attribute, or at least we had one. If you go to Europe, get into an elevator or a lift, if you will, and talk to the person. They'll think you are a freak show or you've been released too early. This is this is something that we do in America that we don't see in other countries. Hi, how are you? Pretty good. How are you? Nice weather. Yeah, it's okay, but I hear we got a front coming in. But maybe it'll be... Maybe it'll be good for the game. Are you going to the game? But that 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 was America. You didn't do that in many other countries. That seems to be evaporating here. And I can't help but wonder, is it a strong delusion that the Lord is sending? Don't forget the devil, which could be God's proximate cause for evil. The devil deceives people. And wow, is he. Jimmy, are you ready for your second second chance here? You're zero for one. I know it. I'm ready. What a loser. <laughs> UK hospitals being uh, asking 60-year-olds and under males if they're, if they're pregnant. Fact. It is now because oh. <laughs> you know the answer. Barnum and Bailey circus clowns speaking up claiming they will no longer wear any of the traditional clown costumes in order to present their authentic selves. Fact or fiction? I know that's fiction. How do you know that? Because the Barnum and Bailey Circus closed down. <laughs> <laughs> so I blew that one, did I? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm glad. I got to tell you. If a kid can get PTSD, no, it'd be post-traumatic clown disorder, PTCD. Those Mm, there was something about those clowns. All right, here you go, Jimmy. Fact or fiction, PBS kids show uh, with characters who think they're dinosaurs. Fact or fiction? That's got to be fiction. What do you mean it's got to be? It's got to be. There's people. What is, that, what is that Disney movie? The kid thinks they turn into a red dog or whatever that thing is. Oh, I don't, I don't know what that is. I, I just figured they would be gay dinosaurs. So... <laughs> Well, I blew that one, too. <laughs> now, they think that they're dinosaurs who actually think they're cats. This is Wretched Radio. If only we had a clip of Dr. Steve Lawson explaining what the Masters Academy International is and perhaps encouraging you to support it. Hey, hey. What's this button? 
The goal of TMAI is to take the timeless truths and the timeless principles that are found in the Word of God and build those into men in those countries so that they in turn can preach the Word of God and be used by God to plant churches. Talk about providence, Dr. Steve Lawson commending and encouraging you to support this long vision ministry equipping pastors to rightly divide the word of truth by going to a mini seminary we'll call it in 17 nations around the globe trained by a master seminary graduate it is brilliant please learn more about the master's academy international wretched.org slash pastor hey thank you so much for being here today at wretched radio if you didn't listen we'd be doing this to Now, I'm not exactly sure why we'd be doing it, but by the grace of God, you are listening. You choose to tune in here every day, and for that, we are thankful. And we'd also be grateful if you would prayerfully consider joining our mission in reaching millions around the world with the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. We also strive to equip people to preach the gospel and to help strengthen the local church. You can join our efforts by becoming a monthly gospel partner. Wretched will always honor your generosity with faithful stewardship and full accountability. Because we We fully understand without you, there would be no us. We would be eternally grateful if you would consider partnering with us by visiting wretched.org slash donate or by texting the word wretched to the number 44321. That's wretched.org slash donate or text the word wretched to 44321. Wretched. Amazing grace. Amazing gospel. Hey, Tomorrow Club supporter, this message from Paul Marty, the director of the Tomorrow Clubs, is just for you. You know, it's been more than 25 years now since my wife Cindy first brought leaders and kids together for the very first Tomorrow Club. Hundreds of thousands of lives have been touched. We're grateful for all the ways you help kids in forsaken places learn to follow Jesus. Thank you for your support of the Tomorrow Clubs. $30 a month, Disciples 30 Kids in Eastern Europe and now in Africa, where Tomorrow Clubs anticipates they could be opening up 100 new clubs in a year. Would you please consider becoming a Tomorrow Club supporter? Kids clubs that meet in forsaken places, they get loved on, they hear the gospel, they memorize Bible verses, and they're getting saved. To support your own Tomorrow Club, please visit tomorrowclubs.org slash wretched. Know your church fathers. Clement of Alexandria was an apologist in the late 2nd century. He ran a school in Alexandria, Egypt, where he instructed new converts and trained Christian apologists. He taught that only Christianity, with its revelation from God in the Bible, has the answers regarding creation, good and evil, and salvation. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. Very exciting, very exciting round of fact or fiction. This is Wretched Radio. Jimmy, you're batting, what, about 666, (laughs) something like that? I thought six. No, just 666, I think would be all right. You got two right, one wrong. I'm sharing news stories Maybe. And Jimmy, representing the tens and tens of people listening to this here Wretched Radio program, has to be the judge as to whether or not it's fact or fiction. Jimmy, are you ready for the next round? I am, absolutely. The TSA, that would be the people who make sure that we're safe when we go flying. By the way, there is a show I am like 
totally hooked on. I can't remember the network. Sorry about that if this sounds of interest to you. They were at the first time I saw it flipping by, it was in Brazil, San Paulo, Sao Paulo, in Brazil, big airport. And they were the TSA people, the police in Brazil and dealing with the drug smugglers. Now the ones that I that I happen to see a, a couple of days ago were from Italy in Rome. Fumancino Airport? Sorry about that, my Italian friends. They bust people for bringing drugs into the country. And it is fascinating because it's, it's kind of fast-paced, and you have to render a verdict on whether or not you think the person is smuggling crack into the country or not. And it's kind of tragic because there are so many people who do it They claim that they're not responsible because it's not their crack. They were just bringing it in for a friend, but they're older people. And one of the commentators said it's kind of tragic because we often see old people smuggling in drugs because they're just so desperate for the money. That's tragic. But wow, is it ever a fascinating show. So the TSA, though, in America, oh, I just mm, I love how progressive we've become as a culture. No longer two genders, Jimmy. You can now identify as gender X instead of male or female at security checks. Fact or fiction? That is a fact. It is. The Biden administration announced that airport security will now allow passengers to select their gender as X, regardless of the gender listed in their passports or other IDs. And Americans will be able to select their gender on their passports without supporting medical documentation. Well, who needs such nonsense? I mean, it's not that we all need to be biologists or anything to tell the difference between a male and female, which I'm telling you, this whole swimming business, the Leah Thompson business, uh, they, they, they cannot relent on letting this man swim with the women. They can't do it because as soon as they do, they have to admit that there's a difference between men and women. And that ain't going to happen because that would pull the legs out from the feminist movement, the third wave feminism movement that we are currently in, where we actually separate genders, our bodies from what we perceive our sexuality to be. That's the third wave of feminism. It it ain't a good one. And now. The TSA saying you can just be whatever you want to be. Congratulations, Jimmy. You're no longer 666. Okay, good. But as long as we're talking about Leah Thompson, whatever the fellow's name is. Will. Yeah. Fact or fiction. MSNBC doctored pictures of him to make him look more feminine. Fact or fiction? That's got to be fact. It is a fact. Yeah, I believe yeah, it. It is a fact. <laughs> Let's try this one. How's about mm, that one's pretty. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, this you're going to get this one, too. I should. I really should have tried harder. <laughs> I really should have. Disney is going to be paying for transportation of kids who are struggling with their gender identity. They'll actually pay for their transportation and their lodging and send them to Disneyland in Anaheim, California. Fact or fiction, Jimmy? That's a tough one because it wouldn't surprise me if they are doing it. But uh, fiction? That is fiction. They're they're not doing that yet. Yet. (laughs) 
President Biden declares support for trans surgeries, puberty blockers for kids, adolescents. Is it possible that we look at the president and we see what we see described in 2 Thessalonians 2? A strong delusion. They're just, they're just, they're darkened. Their minds are so darkened that you and I can't write stuff goofy enough. That's why I'm failing here. I tried. I thought the Barnum and Bailey Circus Clowns was good, except for my little detail about Barnum and Bailey Circus. <laughs> are the Shriners still doing the circus? Anybody still doing it? Yeah, I think the Shriners are. <clears throat> Missed it by that much. You can't write this stuff. And, and this is perhaps a word of comfort for us. Their minds are darkened. If, if, if the Lord has chosen to do that, then we just look at it with sadness, some shock, amazement. You never thought that. But this is what it looks like when God's hand of mercy and grace is not on a person or a people or a society or even a nation. President Biden from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Office of Population Affairs. What do we need? Your tax dollars, hard at work, released a document titled Gender Affirming Care and Young People. So here's what you got. You've got the highest level of public officials saying that if a little boy or a little girl thinks they're the opposite color, well, pink or blue, then... We need to care for them. Ah, the war of words. It's sort of like women's reproductive rights. You mean to take the life of your child? That's a reproductive right. Okay, then, with the language, the U.S. Department of Health, they call it gender-affirming care in young people, stating, quote, Early gender-affirming care for non-binary or trans-identified minors is crucial to overall health and well-being, as it allows the child or adolescent to focus on social transitions and can increase their confidence while navigating the healthcare system. They're claiming that, yeah, it really does help their mental health because when they're not allowed to be what they think that they are, well, that's, that's when they get suicidal. That's just not fact. That's just not science. Many of these people already are, and they actually do need care. They actually do need help. And this ain't going to do it. And when you've got the highest levels of government, including the president saying, yeah, I support a child's ability to make a decision to take puberty blockers. Here are the top surgeries, by the way, that are affirming care for young people. Elective mastectomies. Bottom surgeries. I don't even know what that means. Removal of private parts, all gender-affirming care. But what can we do with that? I, I think we've got, we've got to start recognizing our, 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 our culture has radically shifted. We're further and further away from God as a people, at least, even in just following the principles and values, everything that is considered traditional it is being torn down as being bad. We've got to be progressive, and it is the sign of a darkened mind. Jimmy, are you ready for your next round? I am, absolutely. The uh, United States House of Representatives votes to legalize marijuana nationally. Fact or fiction? 
fact. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. You are correct. Really? Yeah. I just took a stab in the dark there. Yeah, that's. I think it's a great idea. Oh, yes, absolutely. Just people getting high all the time. I mean, with work, <laughs> being productive, and being of sober mind and on the alert. Who needs such old school ideas imposed on their life? That's right. Let's just make pot. I, I think that we've already, because so many states have legalized it, I think that we've actually got, kind of gone... Yeah, whatever. This is nuts. This is absolutely crazy that we are legalizing this. Ready for your next story, Jimmy? Yes. I'm good at this. Northern Ireland politicians dance in the Capitol when there was a piece of legislation passed that bans prayers at abortion clinics. Mm. What do you say, sir? That's uh, fact. I hope it's. Yeah, that's 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 a fact. All right. Here we go. Here's your next one. BBC asked Annalise Dodds, the Labor Party's shadow secretary for women and equalities, to define woman. Now, remember, secretary for women and equalities. Could you please define the word women, which is in your job description? She couldn't do it. After saying, quote, it does depend what the context is, she then equivocated for a bunch of just total word salad for minutes, refused to give a direct answer. That's the world that we are living in. That is truth. It isn't just a Supreme Court justice who can't define what a woman is because they can't do it. Because if they mention anything that's distinct about women and men, it just it just corrupts their entire rotten worldview. What is the solution for this Romans one world next on Wretched Radio? This is Wretched Radio, and I'm Jimmy Hicks. And if you recall, last week we shared an example of just why Florida has been going through all it has to pass the Parental Rights in Education Bill. Well, here's another example for your consideration. A gay substitute teacher in Ohio was fired last week after he distributed pride bracelets to students. Now, that might seem a little extreme. It may not even seem like it's such a big deal, but it is. Teachers are a big influence in the lives of our children. Personally, I can see certain traits that I have today as things that were learned from teachers who played major roles in my life when I grew up. So when things like this become okay to discuss or to do, then it just influences impressionable minds, and that is why it's a big deal. Most of society has gone woke already. That's not breaking news. But there's some who are looking to get even woker, if that's even possible. It's been reported that movie studios are now filtering scripts through expensive consulting firms to make sure they're being woke enough so they don't offend anyone. Because you can't risk being canceled because you don't have enough virtue signaling in your movie. Entertainment is not very entertaining anymore. 
conservative commentator Allie Beth Stuckey sent several tweets last week where she gave a prediction that you really can't call a prediction because it's surely going to happen. It's just a matter of when. And I'm not going to read through everything she said, but in summary, she assessed that when pedophilia makes its push to get normalized by society, it's going to do it through blurring the line of what a child actually is. That's the question she predicts will get thrown around. Well, what really is a child anyway? Age, it's just a number. She makes some really valid points in her many tweets that I urge you to look up and get prepared for what is inevitably coming our way. Well, Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, apparently has zero tolerance for anything biblical. It appears that's the case as he fired an education advisor last week from New York's Panel for Education Policy because of her past writings on gender and sexuality. Her views, the report says, are informed by her Christianity. And Christianity and education? Well, it just doesn't mix in New York, so she had to go. And that should be a very loud message for Christian parents with kids in New York public schools. Your views and opinions? They're not going to be tolerated because they're not wanted. The Florida Parental Rights and Education Bill that we previously mentioned, and though the mainstream media is largely opposed to it, it doesn't appear that everyone is as opposed as the media wants you to believe. In a recent poll, it was found that among American registered voters, the bill is supported by a more than two to one margin. 61% of voters support the bill, while 26% oppose it. And that's some pretty solid evidence that the majority of Americans actually prefer to protect their children from being groomed. More Wretched Radio is straight ahead. I'm Jimmy Hicks. Books of the Bible Nehemiah is the continuing story of exiles returning from Babylonian captivity. In this book, the people rebuild the walls of Jerusalem and renew the covenant under the leadership of Nehemiah. Despite opposition, the wall is rebuilt in 52 days and is perceived as a work wrought by God. God will bless that work which brings Him honor. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. Besides pull your hair out or move to Montana with a lot of potable water next to Glenn Beck, what is a Christian to do? This is Wretched Radio. UK hospitals now must ask every male under the age of 60, are you pregnant perchance? The United States government, the House of Representatives, votes to legalize marijuana. The TSA, the security people who are supposed to have a keen eye for identifying something that appears to be off, will now allow a third gender. In Northern Ireland, politicians dancing, busting a move in the halls of power, because the law was passed that you cannot gather around an abortion clinic and you can't pray. By the way, the details on that are pretty interesting. The According to the final revisions of the legislation, a constable will be authorized to warn, order the removal of, or use the necessary force to remove violators in the safe zone. Actions that will be considered in violation of the law include talking to women. <laughs> <laughs> you can be in your safe zone and we just don't want to hear a peep out of you. So you can't counsel women that are seeking abortions directly or indirectly impeding access. I think, I think that we can understand why they would, they would want that recording audio or video of women who are within the safe zone or harassment 
Those who violate the law will be fined up to $1,000. Those who refuse to vacate the premises or resist enforcement, that will be 5,000 pounds is what that's going to cost you for trying to save a baby's life. We didn't do this one, but this is probably getting a little warmer to what the problem is in our country. Uh, There's a TikTok pastor. This is why you got to know what your kids are doing on the TikTok. You might go, oh, they're watching a TikTok pastor. A Moody Bible graduate, nonetheless, headline declaring, Jesus isn't the only way to salvation, says TikTok pastor. Well, then you're not a pastor, son. You're you're, you're not a Christian. (laughs) Forget being a pastor. You're not even a Christian. Very progressive. This person has 187,000 accounts following him on TikTok. He has over 4.4 million likes. He was featured in Rolling Stone's annual hot list for his LGBT advocacy. On and on he goes with his horrible theology. Could it be maybe there's a connection between the state of the church and the state of our culture? Carl Truman thinks so, writing an article called Liturgy of the Powers. He writes this, that in China, 20 years of research by the Chinese Academy of Social Sciences determined that America's strength lie not in its military. Certainly doesn't anymore. It's really tough to go into battle in high heels. But it's not that that's our strength. Not the government, but in the churches. Hmm. Furthermore, in his book, Civilization, Niall Ferguson, where's my cheaters? Hold on. Niall Niall Ferguson mentions the word of a Cass scholar, quote, we have realized the heart of your culture is your religion, Christianity. That is why the West has been so powerful. The Christian moral foundation of social and cultural life was what made possible the emergence of capitalism and then the successful transition to democratic politics. The Chinese rightly concluded, that was the CAS is the Chinese Academy of Social Sciences, they concluded that the Bible is anti-Marxist and anti-statist, and to destroy America from within, the infiltration of the church is essential. There you have it. If you see the state of the culture being pretty rotten, just take a direct line to the local church and we will discover why. If the culture is rotten, it's because the church is rotten. It's staggering that this past muster of any sort, no scrutiny on the seeker-sensitive movement, hey, we, we got to look like the world, man. We got to be we got to let them know we're just like them. Are you are you kidding me? Everything that the New Testament points to for the Christian is that we're different now. We don't look like the world. We're not supposed to love the world system. But the church has said, let's open up the doors and let's just bring it in. Sorry, I know this sounds a little fuddy duddy, but I was thinking about the doctor, because I went to the doctor. (laughs) So I was thinking about it. And it's Dr. Last Name. That's how he's addressed by patients, 
by nurses. Doctor last name. Hmm. Not Dr. Hal. Hey, Dr. Hal. Hey, Dr. Jimmy. Hey, Dr. Sally. No, it's Dr. Last Name. Pastors, they don't even use the title pastor anymore. That's just too old school. Isn't it funny? It's good enough for doctors to have a title because it tells people, I'm qualified to take care of you. When a pastor, sorry, eschews the title, looks worldly, dresses like a 14-year-old, it tells the world, um, you're not serious. Why would I want to go sit underneath your care? Why would I want to go to a church to look exactly the way that I am and to see second-rate music performances? Why, why, would, why would I do it? And yet that's exactly the state of the church these days. Back to Carl Truman. The first attempt to transform the church, initiated by a communist group founded in 1907, called the Methodist Federation for Social Action, whose purpose was to redirect the focus of the church to the suffering of the working class. The organization supported labor unions, tarred capitalism as being unchristian, <laughs> and advocated an economic system based on central planning. It also spoke for the erasure of privilege and discrimination based on class or group identity. Jimmy, is somebody yeah. knocking on the microphone? I think so. I think it's CRT. Mm. They like to be let in right now because that's pretty much what CRT does. And as it does, it will do nothing but weaken the church. We're already seeing that, aren't we? Aren't we seeing that in conservative circles? The division that CRT has caused? That, 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 is, that is a dogma that has been persisting, trying to get into the church. It's just found its way now because it seems so sympathetic. Not to say that Christians shouldn't be sympathetic to anybody's plight, but the way to address it and the way to handle it. In fact, hold on. Wait a second. Oh, where is that quote? Yeah, no. Mm. Alistair Begg was listening to an Alistair Begg sermon. And he was talking about a subject that is increasingly near and dear to my heart. I should grab that for you. It's it's so worth like, like four minutes worth of the disconnect for Christians between their theology and their life is just massive. They 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 just do everything for the glory of God. Well, what does that look like? People don't seem to know. At any rate, his quote, which I actually wrote down because I thought it was so good. Ah, you're listening to the most organized Christian talk show on this station at this time. You got lucky. The only pretty much, I like to call it providence though, Jimmy, we'll be praying for you. The only real United Nations is a United Nations that is found at the cross of Jesus Christ. In other words, racial reconciliation, it ain't going to happen courtesy of CRT. Instead, it's going to happen through the proclamation of the gospel. There was another article. I'm not even going to try to find it because it's not worth the paper it's printed on. But the Episcopalian Church looking to bring about racial harmony through reparations. Well, you knock yourself out. 
If you want to do Christian charity, that's one thing. Paying for the sins of your great-great-grandparents, that's another thing. But if you, Episcopal Church, believe that that's going to bring about racial healing, you're entirely naive. You're not Christian in your thinking. You're, You're not aware of what the gospel of Jesus Christ does, bringing people together with a brand new identity. The only hope for racial reconciliation in this country is the same hope for the dingbatedness that we're seeing. That's right. I just said dingbatedness. That was an ode to Archie Bunker. We're just seeing a crazy world. And they're thinking it's not going to be flipped. Somebody, Some conservative's not going to appear on the Bill Maher show, and suddenly all the liberals go, yeah, you know what? Traditional marriage is a great idea. Although, interestingly, there are some feminists who are actually recognizing this whole dating mess that's going on out there. Maybe some of those traditional ways aren't so dumb after all. But they they will never embrace tradition. They will never embrace truth until they repent and put their trust in Jesus Christ. That is their hope. That is our hope. This is Wretched Radio. Numbers. Who doesn't love numbers? Okay, I don't, and maybe you don't either, but you are going to be thrilled at these statistics from preborn.org. Since 2007, there have been over 500,000 pregnancy tests. Whoa. 42,000 women have professed faith in Jesus Christ, and over 123,000 babies' lives were saved. You can have a direct impact on the battle for life in a country that is increasingly opposed to life. While the government is busy trying to take the lives of more children, you and I can be saving babies and saving mommies because preborn. They provide free ultrasounds, and they also preach the gospel. Babies get saved, and so do mommies. Would you please help grow these numbers by supporting Preborn? You can do that at preborn.org slash wretched, preborn.org slash wretched. How would you like to be considered the second smartest person on the planet behind this guy? It was, a, it was, a, it was, it was. Okay, maybe that was a bad example. But what I'm trying to say is becoming an ongoing monthly gospel partner is one of the wisest decisions you'll ever make. Gospel Partners Media is a 501c3 nonprofit, meaning all financial gifts are tax deductible. But other than that, why should you consider becoming an ongoing monthly gospel partner? Simple, because it's your gifts that help us create compelling gospel-centered content that reach millions of people all over the world. And we're members in good standing with the ECFA, the financial accountability folks who audit our books yearly to keep us transparent and accountable to our gospel partners. And 83% of every dollar you give goes directly to ministry. So would you prayerfully consider partnering with us at Gospel Partners Media? Just visit wretched.org slash donate to get complete details. We think it's one of the wisest investments you can make. Wretched.org slash donate. Confession, normally numbers aren't my favorite subject, but these numbers make me happy. MediShare is affordable biblical health sharing with twice the satisfaction rate of MediShare members versus traditional health insurance plans. The average family saves $500 per month. Over $3 billion worth of medical bills have been shared 
among MediShare members, which, by the way, MediShare has been around for a quarter of a century. Don't forget, telehealth is available at MediShare, and it will take you two minutes to receive a quote to see what you and your family could be saving every single month with MediShare. Affordable, biblical health sharing. Please spend a very worthwhile two minutes at 844-34-BIBLE, 844-34-BIBLE. Attributes of God Exodus chapter 20 verse 5 tells us that God is jealous. Jealousy is an intense desire to protect one's own glory, honor and name. Since God is perfect, it is only right for Him to protect His own glory. Take comfort knowing that God will receive glory, and His glory is good for you. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. <coughs> Sorry, you thought I was getting a word. It's just the sinuses, the allergies these days in Atlanta. This is Wretched Radio. My prediction, it's not going to get better. All of the wacky, zany, kooky, knuckleheadery, that's right, knuckleheadery that we're seeing in our world, I think it's only going to continue to devolve. Why? Because of the state of the church. Illustration number one. Believe it or not, we're going to base this one on Will Smith. That's right, Will Smith actually demonstrating that he might be a Christian after all. How is that after slapping Chris Rock at the Academy Awards? Seems a little inconsistent, doesn't it? Well, it turns out that the Academy threatened to revoke his membership and never allow him to go to the Academy Awards again. I don't know if that's actually a threat or not, but Will Smith responded like a Christian. He quit the Academy. Easy peasy. I can't get disbarred. I'm leaving. And isn't that precisely what we see in local churches these days? People who profess to be Christians, they'll even become members. But as soon as discipline starts to get applied, they just skedaddle. If we don't have church discipline in the churches, the impact is manifold. And we will just continue to see a weaker and weaker church. Received an email This was sent in from a person whose name I'll just leave out of it just in case. I saw this picture on Facebook being used to call Christianity a cult. What's the letter? It's a church discipline letter that was made public. See, see, look at how horrible these people are at the church. I read this and I go, they seem pretty loving to me. But this is now deemed cultic, which means even fewer churches are going to practice church discipline. Here's the letter. I thought it was really well done, and citing the three problems with not practicing church discipline. For the last several years, we've noted you've stopped attending the assembling of the church. After attempts to discuss this situation with you, we fear you're no longer convinced in the need of the assembling with the church for which Christ died. We are very saddened by your decision. That's a great line. It's not, yeah, because we hate you, see? We're saddened because we understand the theology behind it. We understand the concern of it is the concern that Jesus reveals that we should be having, that there are many people who are going to say, Lord, Lord, and he's going to say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. And that, by the way, is exactly what Alistair Begg was preaching about. To then, 
the basis upon which men and women might justifiably refer to Jesus as their Lord and Master. He wanted them to be in no doubt whatsoever what it meant, not simply to say that Jesus is Lord, but also to make much of that in their lifestyle too. And so, in the course of the sermon, he has provided a number of characteristics that will be emblematic of those who are able with integrity to declare the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Let me remind you of them again, purposefully for emphasis. To bow beneath his Lordship is, as we have seen, to embrace the reversal of values which are prominent in our culture. It is to prize what the world thinks pitiable and to question what the world deems desirable. In other words, there will be a sense of dissonance in the child of God with so much that flushes over that individual out of the culture of our day, whether it is in terms of a worldview or in terms of language or in terms of emphasis or in terms of the degeneration of moral values and absolutes, the child of God who is able to say with clarity and conviction, Jesus Christ is Lord to me, will know in their lives, not 100% success, but a growing awareness of the fact, I am different from this. Well, not everybody exhibits different behavior, hence church discipline. Because it indicates the person is going to hear, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. And that should put the church in a state of utter panic. Oh, no. An individual is straying. We need to rescue that person. That's church discipline. And without it, a church actually isn't a church. Furthermore, as we see less and less church discipline, we're just going to see a weaker church and a weaker world. Back to the letter. This failure to assemble is not the only problem you must address. We've been informed and understand that you have a living arrangement that is not biblical and must be terminated immediately because it gives an appearance of evil. Please understand our obligation as shepherds. Now, here come the three reasons. First, we must watch for your soul. That's what church discipline is, caring about somebody's soul. Second, protect the congregation by withdrawing from every brother and sister that walks disorderly so that the person doesn't corrupt the rest of the body. Furthermore, and number three, the individual who claims to be a Christian who goes out and lives and looks exactly like the world, it, it besmirches theology. It does not enhance the kingship of Christ. Instead, it detracts and it causes God to be blasphemed. That's why we do church discipline. Please understand, if these issues are not corrected and public repentance isn't made by Sunday, we will withdraw fellowship. Well done, gentlemen. Well done. Out of love, without church discipline, you can just look forward to a continuing devolving of the culture. Remember, it is indeed trickle-down morality. It's trickle-down culture. It is the religion that informs politics government, economic systems, family dynamics, relationships. It all flows from the church. So what are we seeing gathered in the cultural bucket? A sludge. That tells me what's coming out of the church. By the way, I don't think that Denzel Washington would be down 
for church discipline with Will Smith. Who are we to condemn? Said Denzel Washington as he gathered with Will Smith at the T.D. Jakes Leadership Summit. Well, that's telling, isn't it? He was also with Tyler Perry. There but for the grace of God go any of us. Who are we to condemn, said Denzel Washington. I don't know all the ins and outs of this situation, but the solution is prayer. So they prayed for him. Do you recall a number of weeks ago, I came back from the university campus and I said, I think there's something afoot going on in the university campus. And it's utilizing a person's past childhood or current dynamics to excuse sin. Do you remember? I talked to the the one fellow. I said, so, you know, the, the, the little German guy with the mustache who was responsible for the murder of millions. Um, would you call him evil? Well, I don't know his childhood, but for the grace of God go I. I don't know if I would have done any better if I were in his situation. Really? We're using that as a moral cop-out these days? That's what Denzel Washington appears to be doing. He also said the devil got a hold of Will Smith that night. (laughs) So let's not. This is Flip Wilson theology. Who knew? Quote, and if you can discern this and decipher this and interpret this, well, then you're you're a better man than I am. There's a saying when the devil ignores you, then, you know, you're doing something wrong. Jimmy, you ever heard that saying before? Uh, no. Me neither. The devil goes, quote, oh, no, leave him alone. He's my favorite. Conversely, when the devil comes at you, maybe it's because he's trying to do something right. And for whatever reason, the devil got a hold of Will Smith that night. Another reason for the weakening of the church, and that would be online virtual Zoom church. It'll just make the church even weaker and weaker. Frankly, I see it as a bit of a benefit because I think a lot of these mega churches just might come crumbling down because it's you can you can provide Starbucks at your worship experience, but you can get Starbucks at home in your jammies without having to get cleaned up. You can lounge all day and not have to go to church because you're deceived into thinking that you're going to virtual church. I thought this was just. Well, ridiculous, actually. This is five reasons digital church attendance numbers are getting confusing. First of all, digital church isn't a church. Second of all, who cares? But here's here's the reasoning. There are myriads of ways to count digital attendance. One church counts anyone who happens to click on the service, even if it's for a second or two. Another church counts those who stay at least five minutes. So who knows how many people are going to virtual church? Pick me. I know nobody's going to virtual church because you can't have virtual church. You can't jump into a swimming pool and stay dry. I don't know what that illustration means, but you can't do church online. Some churches are counting digital attendance to compensate for the in-person losses during the pandemic. A few pastors said that they count digital attendance because they lost 20 to 25 percent of people during the COVID. Yeah, bad churches did. I didn't see that happening in good churches. What is the future of Western civilization? All you need to do is look at the state of the church and you will have your answer in short order. And until tomorrow, go serve your king.